The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity Online Radio. Are you seeking more energy and ready to have more healings and revealings in your life? Then you've tuned into the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is intentional and dynamic. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome, everyone, and thank you so much for listening to our show today. I am greeting you on behalf of the Buford River right here at the Buford Marina in Buford, South Carolina. And today I am so happy about our guest, Marilla Scott. Um, Marilla Scott is a person that has proven just what we talk about on the show, of how you can go through tragedy, you can go through challenge, and yet, if your goal is to be on the other side of it with intention and purpose, you can have more energy, more life force, and be a difference maker in the world. Marilla, welcome to my show. I'm so thrilled that you're with us today. Well, thank you for having me. It's a thrill to be here. Well, I've enjoyed reading um, all about you. What a life you have had, um, but since I'm a little um, more on the heads-up side than everybody else, uh, give our audience uh, some background on how you became an intentional spirit. Let's talk a little bit about your childhood and and tell us some defining moments and now redefining moments in that way. Well, you know, one of the things that was important for me to um, let people know is the environment I came out of. And growing up, I grew up in a very volatile household that was just plagued with domestic violence and child abuse. And when you grow up in that environment, you obviously have a heightened sense of, of awareness of things to protect you. And God actually taught me how to tune into that. As I grew older, I tuned more into him. And in doing that, it allowed me to see things more clearly and follow a path that was healthier for me. And so in our house, um, my memoir is the book that actually chronicles that journey. And when people read it, they say it was just incredibly horrific that I even made it out of the house. However, there's always a way to overcome adversity, even if it's not at that time. For me, it was later that I learned to overcome it so that I can live a healthier life. And in doing so, I had to tune in to God. I had to listen to him and block out all the other negativity and things around me. And that's one of the things I want people to learn how to do by trusting their God-given intuition. So you connect into that, that inner, inner being and that, and that depth within us. Did you... Did you go through, uh, I, I don't want to project my story onto your story, but your story is in so many ways similar to my own. And were were you, were there a couple of people along the way somewhere in your teenage years or in your 20s that they could see you where everybody else could not? Or were you solo well, for a very long time? I was solo for a long time. And the reason being is that, When you grow up a child and you're in an environment that has child abuse and domestic violence and no one really helps you, there was no one to say, hey, this has to stop, and it didn't stop. And so when you grow up in that environment and you're invisible to society, as you navigate away from that and you grow up and you're on your own, you kind of prefer to stay invisible because you haven't been seen you know, for so long, it's first nature, and Mm -hmm. that's the way I kind of lived. And it became, you know, became... um, 
something that I was used to and I was okay with. I was comfortable with it. But there came a point that I realized I couldn't help other people as I learned to overcome the adversities, the tremendous adversities that I had. I couldn't help other people if I didn't tell them what happened to me. And no one really knew because all they saw was a very happy, you know, kind of go lucky person. And I made my own path and followed a journey that God destined for me to. So that's how, you know, it came to fruition for me to say, okay, in order to help others, I have to let them see the real me and what happened. And I did that. You know, Marilyn, I know that a lot of people are listening to us today, and they, like so many of us, it, it's hard. Uh, you know, in speaking, we would call that to have your first icebreaker. But the first time you truly do language of uh, the violence or the pain or the suffering uh, from childhood, that little girl, that quivery self, <laughs> you know, that, that energy, um, I, I know there are people listening today that they really need to get their sacred story out. Um, was there something in particular? Were you just sick and tired of being sick and tired? Did you have some kind of epiphany? I mean, that, that takes a lot of courage for that first time to actually talk about um, that depth of uncomfortability and vulnerability in front of people because then you can't take it back, right? You know what, that's a great question and statement uh, because you can't take it back. And, yes, there was a point that I realized, you know, this is something I want to share, and I knew it was going to be difficult to share because you're letting people, it's like unzipping your soul and letting people come in and see you and see who you are. But in order to help other people, they need to see the real you. They need to be able to connect with you and understand they are not alone. So sometimes people, they walk through life like me thinking no one ever saw what they went through or can understand them. And I wanted to connect to people to say, hey, look, you can change your path. You can change the way you feel. You can forgive others and move on. There's so many positive messages that we can share instead of staying and remaining a victim and sharing those messages. And in doing that, yes, you have to really, you know, put down any guard or fear that you have about what people might think and say, look, let me help you. And writing was therapeutic for me. I wrote not for anyone else initially. I wrote it to get it out of me. And when I realized, oh, my God, how much I had in me that needed to come out because I suppressed all those emotions, that pain, that anger, once I got it out on paper, it was a tremendous release. And I'm like, why don't people do this all the time? So I actually became a ghostwriter. My husband encouraged me to start writing and sharing, you know, other people's stories to help them get that pain, that fear. And sometimes it's not even about pain. It's something that they can help others with, how to build a business, how to be successful, how to overcome adversity, how to love, how to raise your children. But I help share their stories so they, too, can impact this world in a very positive way by teaching them something that sometimes people don't know how to learn. Wow. And, and all of this has, has come about from a domino effect of, of your willing to step out there and take a few uh, steps forward, uh, having no idea the domino effect it would have in your life. Well, great husband, it sounds like you have. Um, good for him for uh, encouraging you uh, to, do what, to do what you do. I remember um, many years ago, um, it was uh, close to 30 years ago, um, I was just up and coming as a uh, spiritual leader, and I used to have like uh, 14 pages of notes, I never wanted to be a note reader, and I certainly am not now, but, uh, you know, I was up and coming just in my 30s and thought I knew so much, but <laughs> I look back now at those notes and I go, what did I say? But anyway, that's a different <laughs> time. But uh, the point is, is that I was getting ready to be introduced uh, by the uh, minister there, and all of a sudden I got this message from Spirit uh, don't do your notes today. Tell them the story about how you have uh, overcome alcoholism. And I'm kind of arguing with spirit, you know, looking all around me going, I'm not doing that. There is no way. That's not all my <laughs> notes, you know. But I did, and, and that was that day for me, like you're talking about. It changed everything because, you know, 30 years ago, people didn't talk about this stuff. Um, right. Betty White was, I mean, not Betty White, Betty Ford was one of the only people that ever said anything. Um, you just didn't stand up in front of people and tell them stuff like that. And But it changed my life because people came up to me that day and said, I wasn't supposed to be here today. Um, my friend right. taught me into being here. I still don't know why I'm here. 
but I know I needed to hear what you said. So um, there's something amazing that's so healing about that wonderful, sacred um, storytelling. And it just is, is so powerful. Well, it sounds like you've just dedicated uh, the majority of your life now, either for yourself, um, writing your books, um, along with a new book that you have, Intuition, with your daughter, Alyssa Curry, as well as um, ghostwriting for others. So you're constantly, um, as someone said one time, uh, the more we share our story, we divide it. We divide the pain with that many people. Have you ever heard that? You know what, I have, and I'll tell you what I do like about that. It's true because, you know, I just spoke this past weekend out in Temecula, California, and I love when I'm speaking because it allows people to come up and say, you know what, I have a story like that and I never told anyone. It's the beginning of a release for them to see it's okay to talk about it. See, back when I was a child, and even today, people are still being told, you don't talk about what happens behind closed doors. And therein lies the problem. You do, because you can't get help for it. You can't release the negativity, and you will never heal from it until you get it out of you properly. So in sharing your story, it offers the opportunity for healing. And I encourage people, you know, when you're ready to do that, do it. If you write and you never publish it, write for yourself. But look at things. And sometimes when you finish writing, you realize that, you know, there might be something that you'll see differently than you did 10 years ago, five years ago, six months ago when you put it all down. But I tell people when you write, to write from truth. Write the truth. Share the truth. Let people connect to the truth so you can help them. That's powerful, uh, Marilla. How long ago did you write In Our House? In Our House came out in 2008, and we did a release, a re-release of it a couple years ago. And that book has been moving like a wildfire. And when I go out and speak, people say, oh, my God, I read that book, and I was in tears, and I was this. And it just was jarring on so many different levels because I have a story that no one has ever heard before. And there's an element to it when you think it's about one thing. No, there's so many underlying layers of life that some have never even not only experienced but imagined And that's what we want people to talk about, the things that they think that no one cares about, no one knows about, or no one would want to hear. And in our house, it's very powerful. It's very, very prolific on on many, many levels, but it will actually help you assess your life and look at things and bring awareness to what's going on more clearly than you ever thought. And so, you know, it works. Is, Is there any chance it's going to become a movie? Oh, it's been solicited by (laughs) several, several um, companies, and we've been in talks with some people because of the nature of the story. So we've kind of, um, I believe, leave that up to my husband to kind of handle all that, but it's, we have a really good agent. Yeah, well, intuitively, that's what I'm getting, is that it's going to be something that over time is going to unfold. It it just seems like um, it would just be so powerful, you know, to have it where people see the visual of it uh, as well. And so, Marilla, I know that um, there's people that are going, wow, I want to, you know, delve into this. Are there there some teaching points in the book? Is it it more of a novel base? Um, Is it um, obviously from hearing people's stories, it triggers things within us. But are there some ideas or, or teasers or things that you would like to share with our audience that, that they would definitely want to take advantage of? Well, in In Our House, which is my memoir, it actually, and I love the subtitle, is Perception Versus Reality, because a lot of times Mm. the perception of our real life is not our true reality. We want people to see what we allow them to see, and that's what's unhealthy in this society is that we give off the perception under other than the reality so people don't get the help they need, and we wonder why no one helps us because we have that facade up, but it teaches you that no matter what you go through, you don't have to remain a victim. Remaining a victim keeps you powerless. It keeps you from progressing on a healthy life, and it teaches you that even a little girl that was nine years old can triumph and go through a life of pure tragedy, and what people read, they say there is nothing like this story, and so it helps you see if I was able to overcome it, whatever's going on in your life, your pain is no, no less than mine, and you will be able to, if you choose to, overcome yours and live a happy life. 
in intuition, that's a completely different story. It is layered with lessons that people need to learn about trusting their intuition so they can make better choices. And uh, the story, the way that came together was just phenomenal in itself because it came together based on intuition. That is so powerful. And I understand, um, Alyssa, your beloved daughter, is going to be joining us on the show today. Is she going to be coming in the second segment? Yes. Yep, yes, I'm here. Oh, good. Good. I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, to having her and, and having her share as, as well. Um, well, girl, you just you may have had it on the on the beginning end to be uh, challenging, but you you sure are sitting on the other side of heaven right now. Uh, it just uh, it's so evident all the all the good that you're doing, and uh, congratulations on winning um, in 2009 being the ambassador of hope by Oprah Winfrey. Because that's as we say in South Carolina, I don't, I'm not from, I'm from South Carolina, but I live in South Carolina, <laughs> and I'm here now. But as they say in the South, girl, that's a big old honk and big deal. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. It it really is because, you know, coming off the cusp of, um, you know, the cusp of uh, in our house, perception versus reality, I was out there sharing that message. And she caught wind of it to see what I was teaching people and helping them to understand and how to overcome things. And, and it, you know, came together that way. So I received a call and said, hey, you know, we see the work you're doing and da-da-da. So it's a powerful, um, um, and we, I have so much respect for her taking notice of it because it has allowed people to take notice of the work I'm trying to do to help others even more so. So I appreciate it definitely. I imagine you get letters and cards from um, especially little girls all over the world thanking you for stepping forward. You'd be surprised um, how many people respect what I've done because it was very difficult. There's a story that people would say, you know, how can you share that? How could you write that and get that out of you? It's got to be so painful. But sometimes things happen to us. They happen to empower us, not to weaken us. Every Everything we go through, there's a lesson in it. No matter how painful it may be, it's meant for us to take the lesson, leave the pain, and strengthen our lives. And what I had to do was realize that, and it took me such a long time to do it. I don't want that for anybody else. I want people to do it now. Change your life now. Stop being a victim today and realize that what you went through, take the lesson and find out what that is and utilize it to make your life better because it can be. Even when I didn't think it would be and I, you know, was living in the darkness, wow, my life today, there's no comparison. But I could have stayed there if I chose to. I chose not to. God had a better destiny for me than I had for myself. And once I realized that, I started living it. Everyone else can do the same thing if they choose to. I love that. I have a book coming out in November, When Did You Die? Eight Steps to Stop Dying Every Day and Start Waking Up. And in there I say, you know, even a doormat can't be welcomed unless we are the ones that put the welcome on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Beautiful. You know, long-term, long-term doormat is total victimhood, and we may have found ourselves there once, but we're the ones that allow ourselves to stay there, and it's certainly not necessary right. for us to stay there. Well, I'm Temple Hayes, and, and if you're just coming in, you're listening to Marilyn Scott. Uh, she's the author of Our House. She's also a ghostwriter. I know there's always a lot of you that are interested in wanting help to put your great ideas and your thoughts and your heart on paper. And in our next segment, we're going to have the good privilege of talking with her daughter as well, Alyssa Curry. They're going to talk about their book, Intuition. and it's a it's a word that we use quite often, yet we want to realize that it's the kind of gift that unless we use it, as we say, you lose it. And so I want to thank all of you for participating on Unity Online Radio, for continuing to support us with your contributions. Because of you, we are in countries all over the world and people listening to these types of messages. If you're enjoying these types of conversations, you can also go on templehaze.com and unitycampus.org to find out more about us and our community. We'll be right back after this short break. Thank you.
Wouldn't you like to share the programs that inspire you most with audiences around the world? That's easier than ever with mobile giving. Just text Unity Radio to 72727 and help us continue offering spiritual programs that change lives. Chris Michaels, host of Healing Your Life on Unity Online Radio, is an author, life coach, national speaker, and the founder and spiritual director of the Center for Spiritual Living in Kansas City, Missouri. Through his writing, coaching, and speaking, Chris has helped thousands of people understand the basic spiritual principles that govern our lives. In his book, Your Soul's Assignment, he reminds us that we each have something to do here on earth, a unique purpose to our lives. If you're interested in discerning what is yours to do, are looking for practical spiritual principles to inspire your life, or coaching to provide you with the tools to live more fully, visit Chris's website at www.chrismichaels.net. That's www.chrismichaels.net. Do you think you know all you want to know about the characters in the Bible? Do you know who could be called the king who loved too much? Or what it means to be a Jezebel? Or that the best love story in the Bible begins with the declared commitment of two women? The Bible's symbolic meaning can help you transform your life and discover the presence and power of God within you. Find out what these characters can teach you about your own life today by tuning into Biblical Power for Your Life. Each week, co-hosts Reverends Karen Tudor and E.J. Niles present a Bible character from a historical, cultural, psychological, and symbolic perspective. Your comments and questions are part of this lively discussion. Tune in every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, and power up your life only at Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for listening to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at theintentionalspirit at unityonlineradio.org. Now, here is your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome back, everyone. And listen, if you're just coming in with us, we are talking with Marilla Scott. That's M-A-R-A-L-A Scott. You can go to her website, MarilaScott.com. We're talking with her about her book, that's uh, her memoir, The Story of Her Life in Our House, as well as we're now going to talk with her daughter, Alyssa Curry. So we're getting um, two great people at the same time. It's our, it's our <laughs> blessed day. And Alyssa is, is the co-author of the book, Intuition. Alyssa, welcome to our show. I'm so glad that you decided to join your mom. That is great. Yes, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Well, um, what's a nice girl like you doing in a place like this? <laughs> <laughs> so did you just want to, did you just admire so much the ways of your mother did you always think about that one day you'd like to, I mean, co-authoring a book, authoring a book, that is a big undertaking. I personally know what that's like. So how did you Thank wind you. up uh, on this path with, uh, with Marilla? Actually, um, I just graduated from college with a psychology degree, and it's always been my passion to help people, to help make a difference, to really change lives. And the one thing is that watching her as, you know, as an author and the things that she's done with people, I really noticed what she's doing in their lives as well. She's touching people every day, you know, whether it's through her books or through social, social media. People write her and ask her for advice, and she sits down every day and talks to people and helps them. And that's something that, that really aligned with what I wanted to do with psychology. So that's kind of the start of me looking at what she's been doing with helping people. I want to help people as well. And this is just another avenue, of uh, another way of doing it. So um, it sounds, intuition it sounds like actually. You were, 
excuse me, it's the it's the cell phone energy. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Um, the intuition it's, started with us really wanting to work together. It's, you know, it's a new project for his mother and daughter, and I love it. So were you uh, kind of painting the story for us? Were you on vacation or... Were you just sitting there one day going, you know, let's do a, let's do a book together? I mean, is there a story no. behind the story? Okay. Yes, it is. <laughs> it actually came about with, with my mother going to the doctor, and she kept pointing to a certain part of her head and telling them there's something wrong. You know, and she would point exactly where it is and tell the doctors, but they, they ran some tests and didn't see anything, but she didn't stop. She kept going back. And that's a part of her intuition telling her that something was wrong. And finally, we, we actually did go to a doctor who um, ran tests again and found that she had multiple brain aneurysms. Um, and she had a craniotomy um, to remove the brain aneurysms. And as a part of her, her speech and therapy, my dad was telling her that she should um, continue writing, that that would help her really gain her passion back for things. And we decided to do a book together called Intuition, and that was two months after her surgery. And I knew that would get her passion back. And it's writing about something, a topic that both of us already knew. It's something that she had been teaching me about, you know, through my life. And so that's something that's, it just innately started coming out, and we, we began writing it. Wow, what a... What a powerful story, and that was about a couple of years ago, wasn't it, um, Marilyn, it that you, yeah. did you start having, you know, were you having a consistent discomfort in your body, or you just knew that something wasn't right? I just knew. It's, it's kind of like I was, I've always been tuned in to my intuition. It's something that I trusted as a child. I didn't know what it was or what it meant as a child, but it always seemed to work, so I continued to trust it into my adult life when I learned exactly what it was and why I had it. And everyone has it. It's not just me. Everyone has intuition. But I chose to trust mine consistently, and in doing so, you know, three years ago, like uh, Alyssa said, I had a craniotomy, and it was because I I trusted it. Even when the doctors told me there's nothing wrong, I said it's right there in the same area that I pointed in. That's where, you know, they did the uh, craniotomy. I had the surgery, and, you know, they clipped the aneurysm. So, you know, it's kind of like wow. I tell people, I implore them to trust it, to learn how and why. And sometimes your intuition isn't about you. It's to help others. And um, I'm telling you, it's something that I've been tuned into my whole life. And my daughter said, let's write about intuition. Let's write about something we know. It was to help me get my speech memory back, and so that's how I'm talking to you guys today. <laughs> you know it. You know it because um, we all know, those of us that are listening, that so many times, um, you know, and, and that's part of it is is we've become, as a society, so many people have become somewhat robotic. Uh, they don't think from their inner selves like you're talking about. And so many people could have had that same moment that you had and gone to a doctor and been told we can't find anything, and they would have just gone home and said, well, you know, can't find anything. But you were persistent, you know, and no, I know better. I know better. I know my body. You don't know my body. As a matter of fact, I don't know you. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, you you know, the funny thing is. Into that, you wouldn't be alive now if you had not switched on. People overlook that. They don't understand the seriousness of it. And like you said, you know, I know God, but I don't know you. And we are subjected to human error, but God doesn't make that error. And if we tune in to our intuition, we're trusting him, and he's letting us know. And a lot of times we listen to everybody else and everything around us that we omit the things that are most important. And you can feel it. You can sense it. It's when you get that. You don't understand it because intuition rises above reason. So it's something that you're not always going to be able to explain. And so when you get that that sense and that urgency to, you know, of a feeling that you don't know where it's coming from, that's your intuition. And when you turn around and say, oh, I'm going to do this instead, that's you reasoning with yourself. And if you went out, it's because you didn't understand it and you didn't listen. And a lot of times people don't trust their intuition because they do what's convenient for them or what they innately, you know, or what they think is the right thing, what they want to do, they're used to doing. It's the wrong reason. Well, that was one uh, reason when the uh, executive 
producer brought uh, you and Alyssa to my attention. I, to me, it, what I love, there's a lot of people that write books. Uh, there's a whole lot of other people that are distinct in that they live what they're writing, and there is a difference. <laughs> That's what yeah. I like about you. <laughs> Thank you. And what you're Thank about you. and what I've read about you and what I've listened to is, and uh, is that you're 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 living that book. You're you're more interested in, in the book you're living than than the book yeah. you're putting on paper, even though uh, you're impacting you know so many people because of your willingness to do so. Well, Alyssa, this uh, this being your one of many books to come, I'm sure. Um, what were a, a couple of your big insights uh, when you were in this process? Um, if you said, well. You know, uh, I had one or two big takeaways, and they could be anything from personal to how you feel like you've advanced as, as a person in your humanity. What what were they? You know, what's, what's great is I was actually sharing my journey with others while I was writing. Intuition was something that, um, as I was younger, I've had situations where I've noticed my mom having certain certain um, emotions when she would tell me, you know, don't do this. And I would see that it's different than just a regular conversation of saying, oh, no, I don't want you to do this tonight. And you can kind of see it in her face. It's her intuition. And I began noticing it. But what was great is that she would always explain to me um, why she was feeling that way or, you know, why she said what she said. And that's when I began to learn, you know, what intuition was. And I began asking her, to teach me because I want to have the gift that she has. You know, I've, I've seen the things that she's done with it. I've seen the outcome, and it's beautiful. It, it really is a God-given gift. And that's, that was the beginning of, of her teaching me how to trust my own intuition and how to tune into it. And that's what's really, um, what's really shown in the book is how to tune into it, you know, how to tap into your intuition. And so one of the takeaways from the book that I want people to realize is that there are some main ways to really tap into your intuition. And the biggest thing, you know, especially for me, is connecting to my faith. You know, it brings more light into your life. You're able to to really feel the intuition inside of you. You're able to feel that, you know, when you get that that feeling, the first feeling that you get, not the second, because the second is often us kind of rationalizing or saying what we really want to do, whereas that first feeling is something that we need to go with immediately. That's something that will really um, guide us in in certain situations. And that's what I I want people to realize is that if you connect to your faith and you connect to God, he gives you the answers. We just have to listen. Sometimes we don't always listen, and everybody has that inside of them. The other, you know, important things are... Removing negativity from your life. There's a lot of negativity out there. You know, you can turn on the news and see, you know, things that happen. You can go on Facebook and, and trending messages. You know, they have something negative or who got hurt or, or whatever happened, and we see that around us all the time. Likewise, there are a lot of negative people, you know, that tell us, no, I don't, I don't think you're really, you know, you're going to get this job or you have something like that friends telling you kind of pushing you down a little bit. You have to take notice of that because if you have people that are always dragging you down that are negative, you're not you're not able to really pay attention to your intuition, something that you should be trusting. You should be trusting that feeling more than you should be trusting other people that tell you what you can do or can't do. Another thing is finding something that puts you in a peaceful state of mind, you know, whether that's taking a walk or meditating, you know, but... You need to take a second to slow down, to breathe, and to really hear that voice, that God-given intuition inside of you. And we get so busy with our lives that sometimes we we don't do those things because we're moving from point A to point B. You know, we have work to do. We're running around, you know, errands, and we kind of skip that step. But we really need to slow down and take a second to really hear ourselves. So those are, those are at least three ways that I've... And three things that I want people to take away from the book about how to tap into your intuition. Wow, that is uh, that is so powerful. It, it's like uh, we used to say in the old days about taking a test. 
the first answer that comes to you is going to be the one. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> right? Yes. Oh, yeah. It is going to be the, hard way. <laughs> the one. Right? And, right. and Absolutely. the thing that's interesting, I think about, you know, both of you in comparison, is here's your mom, and she's a living example that you can have these amazing spiritual gifts and not lose them in the midst of chaos and drama and violence, but yet they can catapult you to a greater level. And then here's you with an entirely different upbringing, right? Um, and and you are able to develop your gifts as as well. Um, what a story. Thank you for your willingness to, uh, to share. Because I always like to say on the show, I don't use the script because I like the innate, I like the intuitive faculty of the universe to allow us to just move through the show. You know, knowing what needs to be said will be said, what needs to be felt, that the right people are listening, and it makes um, all the difference. Well, uh, Alyssa, are you doing workshops uh, from this book? Are you going on a, on, uh, a book tour? Are you going to step more out um, into being an extroverted um, person on behalf of the book, or where do you think this is going to lead? Uh, I I will go wherever it takes it, <laughs> but as far as, you know, really, really talking to people, reaching people on social media, you know, um, radio as well, that's the, the greatest thing that we love is, you know, there's a lot of people that write us about intuition, and, and there's such, there's been such positive feedback about the book. You know, people want to be able to learn how to trust their intuition, and, and that's what I want to do is help people, you know, along with my mom teaching people how to trust it. It's it's a wonderful thing because she has a different upbringing of, you know, how she came to have her intuition, and I learned mine from her. And that's something that people can realize that you don't always need a negative situation to really learn to trust your intuition. You can learn it on your own. You know, you, you always have it. And that's something that people, I, I hope that they can see that, is that they can just learn how to use their intuition, how to trust it, you know, because it's it's a gift. And like, absolutely, hopefully, well, especially with yeah, your you book, won't have to you know, go through your book situations teaches. to learn it. Yes. 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 Well, I'll tell you um, one thing, Temple, is Alyssa, Alyssa, what she didn't say is that it, when you're asking about what she has in store for her, what path she may follow as far as taking this further in workshops, she's a ghostwriter. She's, co- she's co-authored um, Living in the Black, which is another powerful book. It's a self-help book uh, with Brenda Blackman that came out last month. And then she has two more books coming out that she's actually ghostwritten. And so she has a powerful voice as a young woman to help people share their stories. And in learning and listening to her, what she's learned, like she said, Alyssa, that's a very um, very pertinent uh, comment that you made, that you don't have to learn things out of negativity. Some people have beautiful stories to share, Temple, and they don't come from negativity. And that's even more beautiful, as long as we're sharing what we know to help others. There's so much negativity out there. Let's create a voice of positivity and let it be one voice. Absolutely. And, and it, it's, it's really our time, those of us that are the, the light bearers, if you will. And um, I agree with Alyssa. I mean, if I, if I find out on down the road that, you know, someone's posting negativity on my, um, my blog or my, my Facebook, I do whatever you do. Unblock them. No, block them. Excuse me. <laughs> Well, I haven't done it that often. <laughs> Obviously, I've only had to do it three or four times because I don't oh, even know how to say it. <laughs> yeah, it's like keep the negativity so, away from me. You know, there's enough of that. Uh-huh. It's like, no, I've I've um, spent too many years in therapy <laughs> and group therapy <laughs> than to just be overshadowed by, um, you know, people's unwillingness to look beyond the choice of getting power through being negative, you know, a false sense of self. And so I'm, I'm with you on that one. And it's just, um, but I, I love the way, the way that you defined it, uh, Alyssa as well. And, and your book intuition, it, it's somewhat going to carry people then through a step process that they can really work with it and explore it and journal it and actually see how, you always get the message from God right there, right then, right at the moment. Right. And that's 
right in that moment. And I, I love what you're saying. It's not that second voice. <laughs> no, it's no. not that doubting Thomas coming on back in left field. That's that's for sure. All of you that are tuning you know, in, I'm talking with Alyssa Curry and Marilla Scott, and we're talking about um, these two great women that are ghostwriters. Um, there's so many people that are wanting to put a book out in the world, but don't feel they have the ability to put it on paper, and and they're definitely the two that you would want to connect with. And they have written a book called Intuition. Uh, couldn't be a better time uh, to share this type of information with your family and friends because we certainly need more people listening to the inner guidance of spirit. I'm Temple Hayes, and, and you're coming on board with us today on the Intentional Spirit Go to MarilaScott.com, that's M-A-R-A-L-A, Scott.com, and you'll be able to see uh, the two main books in our house, as well as Intuition, and other books that these ghostwriters have written. We'll be right back after this short break. Have you seen Unity Magazine lately? There's a new editor, a fresh new look, and now Unity Magazine has gone digital. Print subscribers, you can access Unity Magazine for free from your computer or mobile device. Non-subscribers can buy single digital issues through Google Play, Amazon, and the Apple Store. Sign up at our website and let Unity Magazine become your favorite digital resource for spirituality and inspiration. To learn more, visit unitymagazine.org slash digital. Are you ready to live in joy? Is there an area of your life where you could use a miracle? Have you been praying for help and guidance? Come join Lisa and Bill and their guests for an hour filled with practical tips on experiencing miracles, greater abundance, focused, deliberate living, and the peace of God that passeth all understanding. Experience more joy in life. Listen to Living in Joy, Reflections on A Course in Miracles, with Lisa Natoli and Bill Free, every Friday at 2 p.m. Central, here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, with your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. We now return to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, with your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome back, everyone. Thank you for listening to myself and Meryl Scott and uh, Alyssa Curry. Uh, we're talking uh, one of the, the most fundamental basic unity messages today about following our inner guidance, about we are connected our source, our creator, to our God. We don't need any intermediaries. We have exactly what we need. We just listen to the great nature in which we are birthed and born and continue to be birthed. And that's what these great ladies are talking about today, their ability to birth themselves into a new reality by listening to their intuition. So, um, Marla, we were talking about the fact that you actually uh, – the the book intuition is a it's a thriller um you oh, yeah. and Alyssa, tell us about that because we've talked a lot about how you know it does teach you how to have intuition but tell us about the thriller part 
Well, I'll tell you, one of the things that um, I love about this book is that it's based on our real-life experiences. And Alyssa shares her journey, I share my journey, and it's a seamless combination of how to trust your intuition, how she learned, why I do. And Liz, you want to go ahead and tell them about these delicious characters? <laughs> because it, people read it and they love the characters. They love it because you can identify and connect to them. So we want you to understand who we are and why we teach this and talk about it. And intuition does, I mean, but it will make you, I mean, people read it. They love it because it is something that you're like, oh, my gosh, you know. I love the way he thinks. I love the way she said that. I get it. And you you take our life, and it will not bore you. Trust me. People read this book in two days. They're like, I could not put it down. So, Liz, you want to tell them about the characters yeah. you created? <laughs> well, in the book, Marilyn Scott is actually at a speaking event when she's kidnapped. And it's really up to me to take the lessons that she taught me about trusting my intuition and use it to really discover who took her. I, I need to know why. And I want to save her before it's too late. And there's a little romance in the book, but at the same time, it's a psychological thriller. It'll really take you for a ride. But the beautiful thing is that through reading this book, hopefully people will be able to use their intuition as well. You know, they're going along with me having to discover who took her, you know, and, and the reasons why. So not only am I going on this journey, but the readers are as well. And each character has their own thing kind of going on. There's there's a lot of beautiful beautiful people in it, um, and they're and they're going through their own journey as well. You know, there's a lot of different storylines and everything. So I think people who read this will really love the characters. Um, and there's there's a few twists in it, so I don't <laughs> yeah. think people will will really see it coming. No, not this oh, one. that is so powerful. <laughs> Yes. I Thank love you. that. That's that's such a, a different take on, you know, a lot of books now. I love how we're like investigating, trying to figure out where did Marilla go. Um right. and, and if you're if you're not listening to the clues then you miss all together um like where she could possibly be, you know, and I know we don't want to give away any of the final punchlines right. but you know, wow, that's neat. You know what it yeah. does, Temple? It causes you, intuition challenges you when you're reading it to use your intuition. It's almost like a, a workshop, you know. You're using your intuition mm-hmm. to figure out what happened. And my thing is, is if you can't tell and you don't know, then it's perfect for you because you'll learn why you're overlooking it. And to date, Everyone that's written us that we know of has not been able to figure out the conclusion of the story. And so it teaches you to see all the warning signs, everything that's there, and the people that go back and read it after they know, they're like, oh, my God, it was there. I saw it. But, you know, they didn't trust it. So you're learning while you're reading to trust your own intuition. And if you don't get it, that means, you know, like if you can't figure out the ending of it, that means you didn't tune in enough, but you'll learn how, and it's, it gives you the tools to do so. So okay. it's great. And, and the great thing is that during the, the main portion, you know, the beginning of the book, these are conversations that my mom and I have really had about intuition. They're, you know, it's me questioning her about how she, how she can really trust it and tune into it. So this is conversation that we've actually had, and I want people to really feel that how authentic it is. Well, Temple, we shouldn't wait until our children are older and have had so many negative things occur in their life because they didn't know how to trust their intuition and protect themselves. And we talk about everything else, but sometimes we don't talk about the things that really will protect them and saying, look, when you get this sense or this urgency, don't do this. If you meet someone and their energy is like this and you get a sense that it's, it's bad or something's not, don't trust it, even in your career. If you don't feel this is the right career decision for you, don't take it. And so we talk to them about things, you know, other, so many different things, but we need to talk about how to protect themselves and how to, how to understand life from a different lens. Intuition will do that. So don't we want the best for our children? Don't we want to teach them things? This is something to teach them, teach them to tune into God. Oh, I'm so with you. And I, I love it when you uh when when your passion rises. I'm like, Hey girl, she's preaching. Go oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Both of you. I'm like, Yeah, I see you there just doing it. But um I'm I'm so with you and I, I I say that a lot is that we're you know, we're taking children and we're 
diffusing their brain, we're, we're creating an intellectual society rather than a feeling and an intuitive society and getting kids in nature um, and teaching children how to use that that feeling and that aha and that that caution sense or when they're around friends and they don't get a good feeling, um, you know, yeah, but to honor sense. it. What what a powerful thing to 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 teach our it's the best gift. I think what you're saying is the it's the best gift. I mean we used to go, you know, when we were growing up out in nature and I think that's where you do develop a lot of your intuition. You might feel Absolutely. like, Oh, in a minute, you know, I feel like a bird's gonna come and then one will come and sit down right beside you or you get that, that presence. Like I feel like something's around me and then look down and there'll be a little small frog and but kids have <laughs> to be exposed to things like that to be able to develop and have that insight. I agree with that because one of my things that I tell people is where I love to connect really to really a peaceful sense so you have that negativity removed from your life because I talk to so many people and work with so many people and write incredible stories of pain and I have to get that out of me because I take it in so I can communicate this story properly. So I have to release it. And when I go and connect with nature, which I'm so connected to nature, it's incredible. It's the most peaceful sense of everything that I can get. And so my daughter um, and my son, we love to be out. My husband, we love to be out in nature, hiking and walking along the beach. I collect sand dollars, and I just, I just pray and talk to God when I'm walking on the beach whenever I feel like it. But people need to find a healthy release for them, and that means removing yourself from everything else and putting yourself where you can just connect. And to nature, to me, it works. It clears your mind, it clears your soul, your spirit is just fleshed out. It's incredible. It invigorates your spirit like um, like, oh, yeah. like nothing else, like nothing else. Well, I'm glad that you're exercising all that way because you have quite a following on um, on Twitter. I thought I had a few Twitter followers until I <laughs> You have over 100,000 people listening well, that phrase says quotes and those messages. I know you're humble. That's why I keep teasing both of you. But um, anyway. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, but, you've got you know, I use Twitter. Well, the, the reason I use Twitter is that it's an incredible tool to touch people. It's, a, it's an incredible way to help shape someone's mindset into a better one. Just by sending little pieces of 140 characters on Twitter of powerful quotes that make you smile, that make you believe, that make you forgive, that make you be- believe that you can overcome something, that your, your day will be better, and that your past will go into the past where you can leave it behind you, and that you, you know, can, you're, you're human, you're going to make mistakes. So make it, but learn from it. And so we use the social media in a really incredible capacity to help touch you. And I love it because it allows me to really make the impact and make a difference in the lives. And instead of saying, no one did this for me or no one did that, you know, when I needed it, now I do it for others. And, you know, I appreciate the fact that people are willing to accept and take in this inspiration. So on Facebook, you know, I'm there on MarilyScott.com. I have the ability, you know, I have blogs and short stories and just powerful lessons of truth that I learned and that some I've learned from other people, some my daughter has written. And it's just Every story is just like, it's incredible. It'll make you say, oh, my gosh, you know, this is power. This is, we have more power in our life than we even hold on to. And you need to learn how to take your power back and use it in a capacity that it's going to improve the state of your mind, the state of your life, the relationship with your children, people you love. It's just about owning your life instead of letting it just run itself. Well, those of you that are listening and tuning in and you want to do something great for a family member or a friend, uh, you can certainly forward over to them this MP3 file and, and ask them to exercise their ability to tune in to Marilla Scott, to her Facebook, and to her Twitter. And that way you'll be able to give them the gift of some positive messages you know, um, my new saying is, thou shalt not be weary. <laughs> there are miracles around us, everywhere around, wanting to rebuild themselves all the time. And when you're an intentional spirit and you're walking through this life process, it is everywhere around you, the miracles. And don't forget that when you keep creating the same thing you don't want every day, 
that's a miracle, too. It's just going in the direction that you don't want. Don't you think, Marilla and Alyssa, that that would be the truth? You know, I tell people you want to get off that cycle, get away from it, <laughs> because you are claiming yeah. it, you're owning it, you're creating it. So you're right, and that's not the direction you want to go in. If you wake up every day in your life, it's, it's, you don't feel that meaning. You have that emptiness. You feel sad. You feel depressed. Then that's when you need to realize, gosh, I have to change this. I don't want to be this. I don't want to live like this. Well, change it. It begins with taking that first step and then the next one and the next one. And I think a great day would be today to start right here and right now. Marilla and Alyssa, thank you so much. Everybody go to Marilla Scott, M-A-R-A-L-A Scott.com. Thank you so much for all of you continuing to listen and spread the great word about the intentional spirit. Visit me anytime at templehays.com. And God bless all of you on this amazing journey that we call life. Thank you, Marilla. Thank you, Alyssa. Thank you, Temple. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central for tools and simple applications which will support you from being alive to fully living. This program is brought to you in part by First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. To learn more about this ministry, go to www.unitycampus.org or www.templehaze.org. Spirit of Recovery is the place where spirituality and recovery meet, where we support your spiritual growth. Reverend Anna Schaus, Ph.D., interviews down-to-earth guests who share with you how they keep going and growing in recovery. Spirit of Recovery is the place to get practical tips and join in lively discussions on topics that matter to recovering people. This program welcomes everyone who wants to know more about recovery. Join Anna and her guests live every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Central Time on Spirit of Recovery, where we talk about what keeps you growing. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Inspiration only takes a moment. Take a moment now to reflect on these words from Reverend Joan Gattuso. According to an ancient Hindu teaching, if you can only speak the truth and tell no lies, either minuscule or outrageous, for 12 consecutive years, you can attain enlightenment. A noble being will always tell the truth. Do you? Begin now with the first step of simply noticing if you do tell the truth immediately or if your first instinct is to alter the facts a bit. Resolve to be honest with yourself and others starting today. And after 4,383 days, you just may become enlightened. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. Is there a difference between the spiritual teachings you know and how you live your life? Does your day-to-day experience reflect what you truly value? Are you ready to receive your life and live the gift that you are? Join Janice Campbell, licensed Unity teacher, author, and coach each week as she shares inspiration and tools to help you identify and dissolve the limiting beliefs that prevent you from living the fullest expression of what you are. Talk with Janice live every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central on Receive Your Life. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Is there a difference between the spiritual teachings you know and how you live your life? Does your day-to-day experience reflect what you truly value? Are you ready to receive your life and live the gift that you are? 
Join Janice Campbell, licensed Unity teacher, author, and coach each week as she shares inspiration and tools to help you identify and dissolve the limiting beliefs that prevent you from living the fullest expression of what you are. Talk with Janice live every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Central on Receive Your Life, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us, and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.